Coming up next on Unity Radio is Hope Radio. Support for Hope Radio is provided by the Hope Coalition of Worcester. The Hope Coalition is a youth-adult partnership with a mission to reduce youth violence and substance use and promote adolescent mental health and youth voice in the city of Worcester. For more information, visit hopecoalitionwoo.org. That's hopecoalitionwoo.org. You're listening to Unity Radio, Worcester's community connection. Welcome, you're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. Hi, I'm your host, Kwaku, from the Hope Coalition. Hope Radio, we are the voice of youth in Worcester, and we provide the youth access and community resources designed to support ourselves. The speakers may share their personal and professional experiences to encourage our youth and help them to develop a better understanding on how to build strength and hope in their lives. When we return, we will have the opportunity to talk to prominent young leaders in our community you're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. You're listening to 102.9 WUTY, Worcester, Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. You're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio. Support for Hope Radio is provided by the Hope Coalition of Worcester. The Hope Coalition is a youth-adult partnership with a mission to reduce youth violence and substance use and promote adolescent mental health and youth voice in the city of Worcester. For more information, visit hopecoalitionwoo.org. That's hopecoalitionwoo.org. You're listening to Unity Radio. Worcester's Community Connection. Really want to know who Superman is? <laughs> Watch this. Oh! I like him. I think he's pretty cool. He's my idol. I can't have no sympathy. All the shoes I've seen have made my blood thicker. Spillable medicine is out of double cup. Double up my cream, now that's a double step. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. My name is Kwaku, and today we have with us some amazing young people. Uh, we have Dr. Christopher Lassiter and Dr. Sam Coy. Hello. And they're going to tell us a bit about who they are and what they do. All right. Thank you. How are you? Doing amazing. How are you doing today? Doing great. So, uh, again, my name is Dr. Christopher Lassiter. I like to go before Dr. Coy. Her intro is extremely long. <laughs> <laughs> She's done a lot of good work. Um, so I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. I currently uh, reside in Dallas, Texas. I am back and forth to Worcester doing some work with Core Consulting Group and also a uh, professor at Anna Maria College. Um, uh, my journey started uh, a few years back. Uh, I enlisted in the Army and uh, at 18, and uh, by 19, I was uh, deployed to Iraq. Yep, so I spent a year in Iraq. It uh, gave me a completely different perspective. I uh, went from a, a kid to an adult overnight, um, and it came back. Um, you know, I'll shorten it, but uh, there was a lot of college involved, a lot of school, a lot of study, and a lot of late nights, 
I got my bachelor's in business administration from Miles College, uh, HBCU in Birmingham. Went on to get my uh, MBA uh, concentration in finance from the Forbes School of Business and wow. um, wrapped my doctorate in business administration and entrepreneurship. Okay. Yep. And so uh, done some some different things in in the meantime to mm-hmm. uh, chase chase some dreams. Uh, one, for example, I wrote, worked at a brokerage firm for a couple of years, uh, Fidelity. Okay. And uh, coming off of um, teaching high school and middle school um, business and technology courses. So I'm all about the education. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so for, for our young listeners, um, like when would you say you realized you wanted to do all of these things? Very good question. Funny story. So what we find <laughs> most times in a certain community, um, I was a uh, – well, I am an athlete <laughs> – um, I played um, all sports, uh, football, basketball, baseball, right track, yeah. the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting a scholarship to play football, and what I found was college sports uh, was a lot of work, yeah. um, a lot less play time, a lot more work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so funny story, I was in line and getting ready to register for courses, mm-hmm. and I had to declare a major, and I had no idea what I wanted to major in. So uh, there were a couple of girls behind me. I don't know who they who they are to this day, but I heard one of them say, uh, "Man, I wish I was in majoring in business." There's no line at the business department. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, that was my cue. I was trying to get back, you know, to wow, my apartment okay. and play PlayStation. <laughs> End up being the, one of the best uh, best things to happen to me. That's awesome. Yep, it's amazing. I can't even. It's so it's so crazy how like all of these things like I had a very similar story with Hope Radio that we shared. I was introduced to Hope like I I didn't even realize I wanted to join it, but then <laughs> like someone forced me to come and like now I'm like over here doing a radio show like I never would have even imagined that. But that's it's an amazing story. And you are natural. Yes, you're definitely you. a natural. Thank you. Incredible, Doctor Sam. Would you like to introduce yourself? I will. Hi everybody. This um, I'm Doctor Sam Coy. Um, I'm originally from Worcester, so I'm a Worcester hey. girl. And um, went to school uh, here, Columbus Park, Sullivan Middle, South High. Graduated from South High. Um, I had some really great opportunities while I was here in the city. Um, Through high school, I played sports, played basketball, um, kept busy, had a job that worked at Arby's, you know, when I was like 15. Um, But really starting the the path of responsibility and being able to uh, really understand what it it means to grow up and be an adult. so when I was in 11th grade at South High, I had a teacher who took um, invested interest in me and helped mm-hmm. me get a scholarship. So I got a full academic scholarship to any college I want to go to in the country when I was in the 11th grade. Wow. I ended up going wow. to Northeastern. Yeah, that's incredible. A lot of 500 other kids, um, a very competitive scholarship. Yeah. I, I received that very blessed. Um, otherwise, there was no way I was going to be able to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to figure out, you know, a way to do it. So that that allowed me to um, go to Northeastern University in Boston, and I majored in criminal justice while I was there. Okay. And through that, I, I knew that there was a little bit more out there, and so I decided to go to law school. Um, I graduated law school from the Massachusetts School of Law out in Andover and um, became a 303 certified assistant district attorney at the time. I was oh 24. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty pretty incredible stuff because you're, you know, you're a young person with, you know, people's lives in your hands yeah. and and it's it's really important work um did that i ran some group homes while i was in the city of boston mm-hmm. um went on to harvard for two years um, okay. to continue my okay. education 
I graduated from Nichols College with my MBA. Mm-hmm. And um, also I um, went and received my Ph.D. in law and public policy. So that's my education journey. <laughs> and some some things in there in between working with youth and juveniles has been a, a large part of the work that I've done in the city of Boston. Mm-hmm. And since I've been back to Worcester, um, I've been really working on um, working with the community with Koi Consulting Group. There's a ton of stuff in there that I missed, I'm sure. Yeah, we can we can definitely catch up on a lot of those. Yeah. But like just as a first question, like why would you like invest so much time in all this stuff with nonprofit and community work? Like what inspired you to go into that that lane? Oh, absolutely. So my my father, um, my biological father, is an undercover police officer in the city of Boston. So back in the late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. when the crack epidemic hit, he was um, he infiltrated one of the most notorious drug gangs to ever hit the city of Boston. Wow. He did undercover work for about six years and um, really was responsible for locking up um, one of the drug kingpins that mm-hmm. had hit the city. And at the time, back in 1992, they had the kingpin statute. And so he was the first person um, in the state of Massachusetts Mm -hmm. to be prosecuted under that. And I was really inspired by that work. So I went through the whole criminal justice um, process and got all my degrees, went to law school and did all of those things. But also I wanted I had a stake in the community. I wanted to make sure that the community that I grew up in Mm -hmm. um, was was strong. And the way I could do that was to help some of our nonprofits stay open. And so a lot of my, um, all of my doctoral work is on nonprofit sustainability through the use of funder required performance measures. Okay. Yeah. So pretty, a lot there, a lot there, but I, I really wanted to make sure that I could make a difference. So I wanted to make sure I was in position by going to get an education so that I can do it. Okay. So you really set yourself up amazingly then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both of you guys actually. So like before we leave really quickly, you guys want to tell us how Dr. Sam and Dr. Lassiter met? That is a great question. Um, So we actually met in Paris, France, at a school event. And we weren't in the same program, but we go to the same school. Okay. Um, She, as as everywhere, right? So Mm -hmm. we're there with people from around the world, the uh, highest educated um, uh, professionals around the globe, people from New Zealand, uh, different countries in Africa, um, Europe, London, England, Germany. Okay. And Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, she was a standout. So in terms of networking, um, she her work, the, the work that she had already put in and the work that she was doing currently intrigued me. So okay. um, we didn't we didn't uh, we exchanged emails and we didn't talk much. And I think maybe two, two and a half years later, um, we found an opportunity to do some work together. And so I allowed her to become my boss. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that amazing story. Um, So when we come back, we're going to be listening to more of you guys' stories. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. You're listening to 102.9 WUTY, Worcester Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. You're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio. Support for Hope Radio is provided by the Hope Coalition of Worcester. The Hope Coalition is a youth adult partnership with a mission to reduce youth violence and substance use and promote adolescent mental health and youth voice in the city of Worcester. 
For more information, visit hopecoalitionwoo.org. That's hopecoalitionwoo.org. You're listening to Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. Thank you. Welcome back. You are listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. So again, we have here with us Dr. Lassiter and Dr. Sam, and they're doing some amazing things in the city and outside the city, and they're just going to flex a bit on us. Um, But in in all seriousness, so we, in the last segment, we talked about what you guys do, who you guys are, how you got to where you are, your amazing educational backgrounds, your amazing stories. And um, for now, we- Thank you. No problem, no problem. Uh, I'd just like to ask as far as education and, like, our system that we have in place right now because Dr. Lasseter mentioned that he had a teaching background and Absolutely. you do a lot of work with children and the community and the youth. So how do you guys I also about- have a teaching background. Ooh. Yes, I am also a professor up at Anna Maria <laughs> College in their criminal justice department and their business department. Oh, my God. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. must be hard competing with your boss on it, like a... Basis, it is, right? but you know you have to you know stay focused, take no prisoners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the dynamic duo. Yeah, we yeah. we we partner and support each other all the way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in terms of education in in the school system, um, there is a reason why charter schools have uh, have grown over mm-hmm. the last few years. Public schools uh, traditionally aren't innovative; uh, they usually follow follow suit. Um, in some cases could be the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Um, what I will say is that as students, you guys need to understand why you're being educated. Right. Mm -hmm. So in every game there's rules. Yeah. And the only way you can win is if you know the rules and then apply what it is you do effectively, um, either, either against the rules or, um, not to be outside of the rules. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it is important for all all students to know that your education is your responsibility, not yeah. the teachers. Uh, teachers shouldn't have to issue homework. Yeah, you know. So uh, taking taking that control, taking primary uh, primary responsibility for what you know yep. before your uh, before you graduate is every student's individual responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's actually crazy you mentioned that because I was I was as I was doing some summer work uh, this this week i was thinking like so this stuff is is great and all right but how is how am i going to use this in the future like i I, there need to be building skills for myself right now that i can later use because it's it's great to know what happened in the war of 1812 right but then (laughs) how am i going to apply that right like i'd rather learn networking skills or learn how to meet people learn how to manage things gotcha very good point so so let's tie something together here Mm -hmm. um we don't know the path that's laid out for us, yeah. right? We don't know what what events will lead to another and lead to another. You mm-hmm. said you were you were uh, urged, even dragged into doing radio. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> History repeats itself. Mm-hmm. There's there's tips that we use through a workshop that um that we uh, partnered with and created. Mm-hmm. It's called OIC, okay, Overlearning and Confidence right. uh, 2020 program. So um, the saying goes. 
hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. What we what we offer students is an opportunity to take a leap into the uh, into the future, into the unknown. Take a guess at what you uh, believe your life will be like, what career you like to do, mm-hmm. and then work your way back to where you are now. Okay. You'll be amazed at how how much more every step of education becomes beneficial to you. Let me tell you a quick story. I was terrible at math mm-hmm. until I realized that you put a little dollar sign in front of it, <laughs> changed the game for me. Yeah. So you're talking somebody who was horrible at math. I actually failed a semester of algebra. Had to go to summer school for half a semester. Okay. Felt like a failure. Thought my life was over. <laughs> right, I had to focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, still didn't come out um, as a as a number one scholar. Um, that was just kind of a wake up call from the nap. Mm-hmm. But from being a uh, poor math student to being someone who was uh, over time became extremely interested in the stock market. Yeah, which I had no knowledge of. You mm-hmm. know. It, Everybody got to know it exists, right? Right. So um, to learning financial strategies and investments and going into securities um, and and the like, Mm -hmm. you never know where you end up. The trick, the tip for being well-versed and um, engaged in in school Mm -hmm. is to figure out why each subject is important. Because yep. every subject is important and everything that you learn is important, even if it's the war in 1812, because mm-hmm. something happened during that time that affects you right now today. Yeah. Great point. It's, it's, yeah. So, like, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> for, okay. I just, if, I just want to clarify something for yep. our producers. Uh, Hope Radio, I jumped on the opportunity to do this. It was the Hope Coalition, which is a separate thing uh, affiliated with this. But yeah, like, Hope Radio is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, like for school, I think for a lot of us uh, as teenagers, we try to we find it hard to see the point because I think sometimes the teachers don't necessarily articulate it. It's sort of just like, oh, here's this, here's this test, here's more homework, right. another test, and right. then like it's like where are we going, right? Mm-hmm. But then um, I think like the way you explained that was amazing, right? And if we have people in schools my age like understanding that it might not necessarily make sense right now, but you're gonna use this or learn from this and then build on it in the future, then it'd be a lot more beneficial for all of us um, in the education system Absolutely. together. Absolutely. The, the, the goal for teachers uh, oftentimes becomes for the students to pass standardized tests. Yeah. Right? That's, that's their measuring stick. Um, un- unfortunately, it's a disservice to, to the, the student body. Mm-hmm. Um, what the students have to take control of is asking the question, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And then going out and searching to find the answer. Don't stop at the why am I doing this as, a, as an excuse or reason um, to be unmotivated or yeah. uninterested. Mm-hmm. Trick I learned in school, also a trick I learned in Iraq, time goes by much faster when you're having fun. Yes. So yeah. if you're in school for eight hours anyway, um, the learning, the paying attention, mm-hmm. that challenge, whatever it is, uh, speeds your time by. Before you know it, you'll be back to the PlayStation. And we're all like <laughs> athletes here too, so I'm sure we all have the Oh, we got an athlete. Yeah, you guys you may- maybe didn't know, like a track, football, cross country, stuff like yes. that. And um, for me at least, I mean, and I, like for me in school, it's there are classes that like I know that the content might not itself, I, fi- I might find interesting, but I, I need to make a way to make that class interesting like i need to find a way so for me for example like 
uh, U.S. history one mm-hmm. last year, and then my other, um, I believe it was biology class. Mm-hmm. There's this kid I always competed with. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. like me and you, we're going mano we mano. Like this kid, <laughs> like he never made mistakes. I swear, like it's always like, mm-hmm. oh, what'd you get on the test? A hundred, and then some other kid, like the class average was like a sixty-two. Like I don't even know how this kid does it, but <laughs> it's it's just finding those little ways to make things interesting. And before we run out of time, I'd really like to get Dr. Sam's point oh, on yeah. education. Absolutely. I think that, um, you know, you guys mentioned some really great points. One of the points, Kweko, that you had mentioned is, you know, this is a preparation mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Yeah. And the, the learning and the training that you're getting now, you're going to be able to utilize and you have to be able to take that and, and go as far as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're not getting those options of going to law school. You're not getting those options of going to get a Ph.D. Yeah. You can only see the hand in front of you. But as Dr. Lasseter and I and the work that we do, when it's time for us to sit down, you guys have to be the ones to pick back up where we left mm-hmm. off. So whatever work that you're going to get into, I like to make sure and make and, and see young people um, doing something, one thing or another, to um, affect impact in their community to make yep. to make the world better, mm-hmm. change the world. For That's sure. Yeah. That's what it's all about, right? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you can have any accolade, any whatever, but if it hasn't made an impact in someone else's life, then what have you really done? That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, Dr. Corp, if you could speak to um, the, the work that you did with group homes and, and the youth and how important just discipline and structure is that uh, plays a role in being able to be successful in, in education. Absolutely. Um, I did a lot of work with um, young people, mm-hmm. um, 13 to 18 in DCF custody. I actually started out in this business in DYS. So mm-hmm. working with juveniles is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, these young people are uh, are smart and they are challenged in so many different ways and I think the key is when you're working with that population is to allow for their um, dispositions to be the motivating factor for them to succeed rather than an excuse to um, do nothing and sure. that's some that's a message that I've always tried to send to, to these young folks about you know we know that you're not at home and we understand that your situation is, is crazy we understand that there's no food in the refrigerator mm-hmm. that you know your father may be you know in jail or if your mother is running the street you don't know where she is you have to mm-hmm. walk through two three different gangs to get to school you can't read that well exactly. the teacher asks you to read something you throw a chair across the room because you're embarrassed yeah. and you want to take the the heat off of you for the moment that is a, a tough thing um but you can do anything you put your mind to for sure for because sure. i have if anybody had an excuse not to do something an excuse to fail i had them yeah so i a lot of those excuses i tell them miss me with those because <laughs> we, i've gone as far well. i can't i can't get, i can't get any further i can't yeah. they can't right. you know they can't give me any more degrees I had. Yeah, yeah, she, I dr coy is actually I, I did a little research study and dr coy is actually more qualified uh, more educated formally than any president that we've had thus far wow okay okay <laughs> from lakeside amazing. from lakeside and we're gonna hear more about these amazing people when we come back you've been listening to hope radio on unity radio worcester's community connection you're listening to 102.9 wuty worcester unity radio Worcester's Community Connection. You're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio. Support for Hope Radio is provided by the Hope Coalition of Worcester. The Hope Coalition is a youth adult partnership with a mission to reduce youth violence and substance use and promote adolescent mental health and youth voice in the city of Worcester. For more information, visit hopecoalitionwoo.org. That's hope, C 
coalitionwoo.org. You're listening to Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. Welcome back. You're listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection 102.9. And today we're back with the scintillating Doctors Lassiter and Doctor Sam. Oh, uh, they got yes. they have some 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 backgrounds that, that just mm, as a young person I, I I aspire. But thank you guys for talking to give us the time. Appreciate today. that. Anytime we can inspire. That's what we come out <laughs> here to do. Thank you. I can hardly believe you're in high school. Thank you, nice. thank you. Excellent right. job. One time for hope just walking in the room. That's right. <laughs> So we got some topics today, uh, a bit that we brought off air, but we we want to mention like things that because this is obviously very very current, like in our situation, we see school shootings, we see these things happening, and people want to talk about like policy, what should be going on, should teachers be armed, and I just want to get you guys a few points on that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I, I would like to speak to this since uh, you know my whole background and PhD is in law and public policy. Yeah, um, and that's on purpose because I want to be in position to be able to influence policy and how it's written. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take the situation that I just previously spoke about with you know take any young man um, who is pulled from the home for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and for all of the host of reasons that I had talked about, you know if the father is in jail or they can't find the mother. There's no lights on in the house, no food in the refrigerator. It's got to walk past a couple of different gangs to get to school yeah um you know has trouble reading i mean these are very common um denominators that we 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 notice in in the community um and working with at-risk youth right so there's Mm -hmm. no secret there um but what ends up happening is they get into a classroom they're put in a position they really don't understand how to handle their anger and they happen to throw a pen throw a chair across the room to take the the attention off of them so that they don't stand up embarrassed that they can't read um when we talk about policy and youth, one of the policies that's out there right now um, already implemented in, in a few states is arming teachers. Mm-hmm. And on the surface, these policies seem, you know, seem right. Yeah. OK, we want to protect our, our our teachers, want to protect our children like from outside. Fire, right? yeah, yeah, outside intruders and armed and active shooter on campus. Mm-hmm. OK, that we understand that part. But in the meantime, when you have that young person who's in the classroom and a teacher is faced with that and they are not trained mm-hmm. um, in that capacity. We have school uh, liaison, school officials, school officers who are trained. But if you're looking at these lay people who are teachers who are armed and you have a uh, and they have no classroom um, control mm-hmm. and they're armed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, need I say more? Yeah. Even a, nope. So I classroom management is a is a hot topic in yeah. public school systems and. Um, most teachers struggle with classroom management, yeah. um, especially if you are, are teaching in a demographic or population or culture that you're not familiar with. Um, the the data states shows that um, more than 70% of our uh, public school educators are white female. Yeah. Um, that, that may not suffice when dealing with um, young um, young students from a different uh, background, a different mm-hmm. culture, a That's different, right. uh, you know, walk into a different beat, a right. different rhythm. Yeah. Um, the same issues that we see with uh, police shootings, yep. um, mm-hmm. not not understanding the language, not understanding the body language, mm-hmm. um, it, it, 
creates a creates a volatile situation. And if you put that into the hands of educators, you add another dynamic. That, Absolutely, um, and can have really. Um, Maybe they maybe people didn't realize what the ramifications and the consequences could be. Yeah, um, I can only imagine that you'll have um, parents removing their children from school and homeschooling them. But what happens to the students who don't have the capacity, yeah. or the parents don't have the capacity to educate them in the home? Yeah, and so now they're stuck in these school systems, and with the teachers are armed. And you can talk about a, a, a scenario: young people not in position to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a threat. We're we're talking about. Young people who have um, been in communities of color that have been in volatile communities, mm-hmm. and this this type of thing can can really have an adverse effect. And I can't imagine that the education will be the be its greatest when a student is in fear. Absolutely. Yeah. So so here's one thing that we encourage through the uh, OIC 2020 program, and a lot of it rides on the um, on the back of Dr. Core's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we encourage all students, um, minority. Uh, social economic um, those at the those at the uh, poverty level mm-hmm. um, the poverty line That's we it. encourage all, all students to go to law school yeah and of course the feedback is it's tough it's hard but so is everything else right. um, yeah. economics economics accounting is seriously difficult mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has right. their struggles but law school is necessary uh, I pitch it to you as a high school student would you consider going to law school um, speak for the people. For the people, okay. <laughs> speak for Honestly, the people. From your heart. All right. So here, here's here's what the people like in my school would say. They'd be like, law school. Like, isn't that the place where you got to read like ten thousand pages of books? Like, <laughs> bro, I'm I'm struggling with what I have right now in English class. Like, no, that's 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 honestly what what the majority of students I can I can ask, or most of them wouldn't, wouldn't even consider. Like, no, it's too expensive, or no, it's too. It's too hard or I can't mm-hmm. do that. But, like, no one's even encouraged to, to even think that far. Exactly. And I think that's Great. that was one of my experiences um, that wasn't an option. Uh, I got met with, well, why are you trying to aim so high? Yeah. You know, if I wanted to go to Harvard, what, what do you want to go there for? Um, exactly. Why not? You know, one of the things that I do notice is that one of the one of the things that's really important for our young people to understand, and if you all can listen to me right now and walk with me for real quick on this journey, if you want to get ahead, if you want to, you know, um, be in position, you have to know the laws, yeah, the information. Absolutely. One of the things that it, I come across all the time is that our young people don't know enough. Yeah. They don't know enough. And so this is a way to get them to know things so that you can be in position in whatever you do. Contract law, mm-hmm. um, you know, criminal procedure. What can yeah. the police do? What can't they do? Do you know your rights? Do you exactly. do you understand stop and frisk? Do you understand the world that you live in and the laws that are built around you? Yeah. And if you are under the hood of these particular laws, wouldn't it make sense to know what they are? I would imagine that we would minimize the the number of young people going to prison, going to jail, knowing what it is that they can and cannot do, what they should and should not be doing, and be armed with that information. Absolutely. And to to think um, that college is just for picking a career would be a detriment. Okay. Be right. a detriment to your to your personal growth. What you're learning in college is schools like Harvard, the reason why uh one of the reasons why they're ultra successful is that they encourage students to take courses that they're interested in. Yeah. Versus taking courses to um complete a major. Right. Law school 
whether you whether you like uh, whether you like to be a project manager or work in construction mm-hmm. or uh, go into business or um, you know I don't know be a be a uh, synchronized swimmer <laughs> you you having a law degree and if you decide to go and pass the bar one you'll be armed with the information but two you'll be able to d- defend yourself yep so if you are, aren't economically stable which is the reason why a lot of um, young young people, young black people, and young uh, Hispanics in particular are locked up is because there's no bail money. Uh, you, you're met with a, um, uh, what is it, a public defender? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you know how to go in and speak for yourself, not just tell your story, but speak law because it's a different language, then you cut out a bill that you don't have to pay. You can mm-hmm. defend yourself. Um, you can help assist others in your family. I know Dr. Cord might share her story, but uh, one of the first things that she told me that, that really intrigued me, and, of course, I'm finishing my, my uh, um, doctorate, mm-hmm. and I thought I was done with school. Man, her figured out I got to go to law school. <laughs> so uh, right. I, I'm making a sacrifice as mm-hmm. well. I'm not yeah. just preaching it. You know, we walk it like we talk. Walk the walk. Walk mm-hmm. the talk, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, Dr. Cord d- decided that she was going to law school so she can make sure her brother stayed out of jail. Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And if I can interject really quickly, when you brought up the whole, like, defending yourself, right? Because we see, like, in this era, a lot of kids, like, who look like me, kids, students of color, my age, like, 15, 16, 18, 21, whatever, they get stopped, and it's like, oh, this, 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 yada, 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 or if it's, like, a cop. And then if you don't know your rights or if you don't know what the law is, then mm-hmm. whatever the cop says is the law, regardless mm-hmm. of if Absolutely. it's true or not. Right. And, and I saw this, yeah, like I saw this video and, and this guy, he's, he's, he's an attorney, mm-hmm. but he was driving like Uber or whatever, for whatever reason. So the cop stopped yep. him over. He's like, you don't know what the law, you're just an Uber driver. He pulls out like his whole, like, no, like you can't do this. You can do that. Blah, 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 blah. You can call whoever you want. The mm-hmm. cop's like, no, I'm going to get the dogs here. I'm going to get the blah, blah, blah. But like, right. no, the, the, the the guy knew his rights. You That's can't right. step on like knowledge is power in that it case is. and in every That's case right. really because you can't you can't stomp on someone who knows what their rights are, who knows what the Absolutely. law says. You can't manipulate that regardless of who you are. Absolutely. And I have a unique perspective because my dad was a, a police officer, mm-hmm. so I understand from the civilian standpoint and also from the the officer standpoint mm-hmm. as to what that looks like. I mean, if if you know at the minimum that it's reasonable suspicion to stop, yeah probable cause to search Mm -hmm. there are two different um concepts and um and items that go with each and so if you know that then you know on on top you can actually then tell your attorney if you get arrested that you know the stop was bad so then they'll know that they need to challenge the stop yeah you challenge the stop anything came after that is out that's right exactly and this is coming from a former prosecutor as well (laughs) you understand that i have that you know background and and it's very near and dear to my heart but i think that our young people will do the selfish service and, and know the law Yep. If I'm not mistaken, public defenders are like loaded with cases too, right? Like they don't get exactly get time to like, oh, let me put all my effort into your case, like to defend you. Like, no. So that is a a very great point, and I'm telling you, I, mm-hmm. I am um, am thoroughly impressed with with your knowledge and your professionalism. Been, you're a sophomore in high school. Oh uh, yeah, rising junior yeah. right now. Yeah. Wow. There we go. Wow. Right. This is, I'm, one I'm, of the I'm impressed. One of the parts of the criminal justice system that um, helps it sort of um, come full circle are plea bargains. And so plea bargains are, you know, something that helps hold the courts together because they're backed up. And a lot of times if you don't have plea bargains, then it'll just be, you know, people waiting for trials and trials and trials and trials. And then with that, 
we are we, there's not enough prosecutors it's not right. enough defense attorneys it's not enough judges to right. hold the load right so massive job opportunities as well you there you go our people i mean let, let's get more judges let's get more lawyers out there let's get more public defenders or that's like, right and and this is non-negotiable yeah. if you want to go to the nfl that's fine you'll go to law school too <laughs> you plan right. on going to the military <laughs> that's fine you go to law school too yeah mm-hmm. right so uh before we wrap up really quickly networking we always talk about that meeting new people so yes. how can our people uh my people my age or anyone come in contact with you guys or find you in the next couple of weeks very very good question so uh one one uh for for the youth um the oic 2020 program that, okay. that we run uh you guys can always email us with uh burning questions or if you mm-hmm. need a tip it'll be oic at lassiter and co okay dot com that's l-a-s-s-i-t-e-r-a-n-d-c-o dot com okay and uh also, um, there's a this this program was founded on a based on a book yeah. called How to Change the World in 20 Minutes. You can okay. also find that on their website as well. It's it's for for youth ages uh, uh, 12 to you know 19 okay. undergraduate level. Okay. So great. Um, you can also find me, Dr. Sam Coy, at coyconsultinggroup.com. Um, Coy Consulting Group is a nonprofit organization. Well, we work with nonprofit organizations, we're a for-profit, mm-hmm. um, to help them stay open. So I always like to say, if you can ask it, yeah. you can track it. Yeah. If you can track it, you can measure it. Yeah. If you can measure it, you can see change. And if you can see change, you can change the world. I like that. And I yes. stole that from my book, so it's already copyrighted <laughs> published, people. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you guys, like, for our listeners, don't think, like, just because we have local people coming here, like, it's like, they're, they're big time. Like, you guys are starting businesses running them mm-hmm. winning awards being in magazines people Absolutely. magazine oh, boston yeah. globe yeah. you guys are like i mean i i feel like mm-hmm. i just want people to understand like the magnitude and, and, and thank you for that we uh our, part of our service is to is to serve and show that we are more than stars in athletics and entertainment mm. that's right you yeah. know and i wanted to point out too the work that my dad did and a lot of people don't know this so I'm, i want to put this out there for the listeners mm-hmm. um inspired the movie in too deep mm-hmm. and so that was with omar epps and l cool j wow. and that really helped you know um, jay reed yeah hey. blast off my my career in criminal justice and and helping the community and really changing lives and saving lives and that's what we do every day we help nonprofits do it absolutely also um the uh, contact at coyconsultinggroup.com is a good way to get in touch with uh, um, Dr. Coy and the work that she does. Okay. You said Coy Consulting Group? Coy you guys, And there's a website group. for that, right? Yes, sir. Okay. We'll definitely find Coy you. We'll look you guys up. So thank you guys for listening. You've been listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. We're the voice of our youth in Worcester, and we provide access to community resources designed to support and educate our community. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to say shout out to uh, Millennial uh, Media group. Hey, you guys have done a great job. <laughs> thank you very mm-hmm. much. Thank you very much. Can't thank our producer enough for these opportunities, and we're going to continue to keep growing, God willing. So it's been an amazing opportunity to do these things and grow and learn about this other side of media and, and things. It's not just posting pictures online. You can produce things and put stuff out there. So that's, well, that's it's right. been awesome. Great job. You've been listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, one hundred two point nine FM.
You're listening to 102.9 WUTY, Worcester Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. listening to Hope Radio on Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. Support for Hope Radio is provided by the Hope Coalition of Worcester. The Hope Coalition is a youth adult partnership with a mission to reduce youth violence and substance use and promote adolescent mental health and youth voice in the city of Worcester. For more information, visit hopecoalitionwoo.org. That's Hope Coalition W-O-O dot org. You're listening to Unity Radio, Worcester's Community Connection. Hi, I'm Ernie Floyd, Executive Director of Unity Radio, W2I 102.9 FM, and streaming at unityradioma.org, Worcester's Community Connection. Unity Radio was created to reach the underserved Worcester community. Our goal is to encourage our local community to have a voice and serve as a vehicle to build relationships with key stakeholders, including organizations to identify common concerns. In addition, Unity Radio's mission is to create digital inclusion and provide media services to community organizations, including digital audio-video production and social media marketing services. Unity Radio is building participatory radio as a tool to affect change in our communities. Your support is our success. We would like to hear from you. Contact us at info at unityradioma.org. Once again, contact us at info at unityradioma.org. Together, we can make a difference in our community. I'm Ernie Floyd, Executive Director of Unity Radio, W2I 102.9 FM, and streaming at unityradioma.org. Unity Radio is Worcester's Community Connection. Connection. 